It's the name Sin City. It's not where you go, it's when you go. They're like, I want to study the strip. I'm like, why? It's constantly growing. So much to do, so much to see. I haven't found a better view of the city. It's the American dream. Hey there, everybody. I'm here with Georgie, and she is from Cowboy Trail Rides. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having us out. What an amazing experience we had at your place. Thank you. I'm glad everybody had a good time. The staff was incredible. The horses were awesome. Can I say horses, or do I have to say mules, too, or mix of both? They're both. We have mules and horses, and we have mixtures of them. <laughs> nice. The scenery, to begin with, is just amazing. The red rock in the background and everything, what you built out there is just incredible and we want to get it out to as many people as possible well we would love for you to do that i agree red rock canyon is absolutely gorgeous with the painted mountains of all shades of reds and purples and just gorgeous out there a lot of wildlife out there we see too what kind of wildlife we have everything from chipmunks and rabbits and chuckers which are the desert quail uh, red-tailed hawks owls, eagles and then we have also things like Kit foxes, coyote, bobcat. We have wild mustangs, wild burros. Across the highway from us, there's deer. Up on the mountains, we have bighorn sheep. So there's quite a bit of wildlife out there. How long have you been out there? I've been out there for 23 years, but Cowboy Trail Ride's been out there for a little over 25 years. Oh, wow. And is it still just as beautiful every time you go up there? It is. I went out there as a customer, and my daughter asked him for a job. And she had horses since she was a tiny little girl, and they hired her, and I never left. That's how it all started? That's how it started. How awesome is that? I, I mean, my daughter's 15, and when she got there, I could tell she had that look on her face like, I want to work here. Look out, Dad. Yeah, she's <laughs> uh, started high school. She's doing the veterinarian program because yeah. we have goats and pigs and chickens and a horse ourselves. So it That's was, great. She, she loved it. My wife had an awesome time and you put me on a big horse named Elvis. <laughs> Elvis is great isn't he? Oh he's awesome. We have a paint he's in California na now and his name's Roosevelt and he's about 16 hands and Elvis felt like he was about the same. Yes he is. He's a big boy. Yeah we have some really big horses. My husband which is who's big Jim is six foot seven. Is he really? Yes. So we have some big horses. <laughs> they got to be able to carry Jim. To accommodate six, seven. So is he the one who made all those beautiful saddles? Yes, he is. He has a saddlery shop, and he makes all the saddles, everything on the horses, all the tack, the britches, the breast collars, the bridles, all of that. He makes everything from scratch. They were beautiful. Weren't they? Yeah. Every single, because you have a lot of horse. How many horses do you have out there? Right now, we're down to about 65 or 70 head of horses and mules. Down? You had more than that? Yes. We've been up to a couple hundred head of horses. That's a lot of hay. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of hay. Because I buy hay right now for our goats, and I complain about picking up six bales. How many bales are you picking up? Well, per day, we feed uh, 12 bales of hay per day. Wow. And they're three stringers, so they're pretty heavy when they're moist, when they're fresh. And who does all the feeding out there? I help. The Wranglers mainly do all of the uh, the feeding, and we feed 
with a tractor. We load it into the front end loader and go through the pens. We have big uh, tires, like tractor tires oh, in the that, pens. Yeah. We put the hay in the pen so that it doesn't blow away. You know, it gets quite windy out here and your hay blows right. away. And it's pretty expensive to feed all those horses. I, I would say I can't imagine, but I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. And and they look uh, pretty well-fed, too. They are always well-fed. Um, if you look at their feet, their feet are always in perfect condition. Both my grandson, Mikey, and my husband, Jim, are master farriers. Oh, really? Yes, and Jim doctors all of our horses, and uh, he trains all our horses. They were pretty much bomb-proof. I mean, you could take any level of experience out there, right? Yes, we Cause, can. Because we had some in our group who that was their first time. Yes, and if you notice that day, we line everybody up and ask them, have you ridden before? Are you scared? Are you a little nervous? You know, how, how much have you ridden? And we match the people up with the horses by experience, by how nervous they are, by how, how tall they are, how much they weigh. Everything is matched up with the horses. I saw that right away. I love how you guys calculate that and just match the right fit with the right horse. No, right. That's important. It's very important. And also our safety talk prior to the ride to make sure that everybody understands how to maneuver their horse. And we try to keep it as simple as possible, left and right, backing up, stopping. What goes into the training of those horses? Because I saw there was pretty, besides our group, there were some people out there who weren't very experienced on horses, and yours were pretty much bomb-proof. They just led the way. Yeah, they do. But they've been doing it every day for as long as they've been with us, and most of the lo those horses have been there for quite some time, some as much as 15, 20 years. Jim, like I say, is a trainer. Mikey's a trainer, and we train... Horses that come off of ranches, horses that come off of private individual homes, you know, so they come from the full range. So we take them and string them to our other horses and we take them up and down the mountains and along the trails. We do things that would normally spook a horse, like throw a shiny plastic water bottle at their feet or wave our jacket sleeves above their heads, take a plastic bag next to them, anything that's not a normal natural sound to them could spook them we get them so incredibly used to that kind of movement and sound and smell of things that nothing bothers them that was one of the most amazing things that we saw and my wife noticed right away we both have been around horses our whole life since we were little kids and to see the training that went into that and the fact that they don't get spooked by that because a lot of the people who come visit don't really know how to act in front of horses and there's there's a certain way even walking behind them and yours were trained really well so great job to yeah, you your staff everybody there that was yeah. amazing yeah they they've had a lot of time and effort into them and we teach them their patience we tie them up saddled so that they know to stand still when they're saddled so because people that don't know how to ride don't know how to get on either right so they can't get on a horse if he's dancing around. He's got to be able to stand still. And if you noticed, we had a set of steps mm -hmm. with a platform for those people who have either physical uh, disabilities or uh, just afraid to get on the horse. They can just go right up the steps and stand there, and the horse will walk right up to them. And all they have to do is sit down. <laughs> as easy as that. Mm -hmm, just as easy as that. So what is the age limit? Seven years old and up. 
And that's an insurance law. They have to be seven years old to ride on the trail and then, of course, be able to maneuver their horse left and right. We can pony them, which means we hang on to the lead rope for them. Mm, Okay. You know, most of the time, it's not the children that are nervous. It's the parent. (laughs) Right. So we will hang on to your child and keep them safe. You know, there's times where you never know what's going to happen out there. But we have a really great track record. You know, people are really safe out there. Another thing that surprised us is uh, we thought we were just going to have just a straight, you know, just ride. And we went uphill, downhill, around bushes. That's right. And you had um, somebody leading us in the front and in the back. Yes, we have a Wrangler for every six people. So, you know, we always add on extra help and we'll add more Wranglers, the guides, uh, if we have people that are really scared or a lot of first-time riders, we'll add on more help. Um, and then, like you say, our trails are winding. We do open-range riding. We don't, we don't go in a straight line and turn around and come back. We circle the valley, or we'll go down inside the canyon, or we'll climb up to the top of the mountain. Our rim ride in the morning climbs to the top of 6,000 feet. Oh, wow. That's the 8 a.m.? Yes, that's at 8 a.m., and then it comes down the inside rim of the canyon on the inside of the wall. And that's a two-hour ride? That's a two-hour ride. So we definitely are going back to do that one. I'm thinking about all three of them because there is a late-night one that comes with dinner as well? That's correct. We have a barbecue steak dinner, and it's a a good one. You have a choice of a boneless ribeye steak or chicken or salmon and we also offer a vegetarian meal too and that's served up with all the the fixings we've got dutch oven potatoes baked beans corn on the cob green salad and your beverages and then afterward we sit under the stars and roast marshmallows and make s'mores have hot chocolate especially in the winter time did you hear that that was my stomach <laughs> growling right now that sounded yummy yeah you have to come out and try the i saw the fire the pit over there i mean it's probably just gotten better every year you guys are out there. It because has. that whole setup is so impressive. And the one thing I do every December for my clients, I do a client appreciation party. And my wife kept, you know, nudging me that day, like, <laughs> this is where we're doing it. This is where we're doing it. Because it just seems like the perfect setup for that. It is. We do a lot of groups out there. And, and small groups and large groups, it doesn't matter. And it never seems to lose its personal uh kind of at home feeling you know you get out there with a lot of people you would think it would lose that and it doesn't it's pretty comfortable and everybody seems to just sit back and have a good time and for groups we also offer extra amenities uh, music country western music live bands we offer uh, barn dances we also have cattle events if you do a team building event we can do team penning Uh, We have games that we can do, the horseshoe pitching, bow and arrow, hatchet throwing. So there's, we also show them how to rope. So there's a lot of uh, different things that you can come out and do. Covers all all ages. Mm -hmm. How how big of a group can you have? 500 people. Oh my God. So we rotate the groups. We'll take 25 or 30 people and put them on the horses. And while the uh, next 25 or 30 people are saddling up, we'll have the rest of the people, some throwing hatchets, some throwing pitch, uh, pitching uh, horseshoes. Others are over there learning a, a barn dance step. And 
we rotate the group. A lot of moving So every pieces. 15, 20 minutes, we rotate the group so that everybody gets a chance to do everything. That sounds like a good time. Yep, and then everybody comes in and comes up through the, uh, the chow line, and we dish up their dinner, and everybody eats at the same time. That sounds like a blast. There's a good chance I'm going to have my party there this year. And we'll have uh, enough grills and enough help out there to do 500 steaks at one time. And you, you thought of everything out there. There was even restrooms out there. A- anything you need, you have out there. So. Yes. Yes, we uh, finally got our running water out there for the restrooms. Uh, for years, we weren't allowed to put that out there. We had to do everything on skids. Mm. So, But we finally figured it out. You set up a beautiful facility. Well, thank you. What kind of uh, horses are? I saw some paints. I saw some mules. I saw maybe even a Mustang. Or yes, we have Mustangs. Uh, our mules. Some of them are even part halflinger, mm-hmm. which are the ones that look like miniature Clydesdales. Yes, they're really, really pretty. They are. Uh, our mules are half and half. Some of them. Uh, some are half draft. We have the quarter horses, and we have Mustangs. We have a wide variety of horses. Which pretty much helps you all ages and all sizes yes and temperament okay that's what we look for we look for uh the temperament in the horse and the willingness you know to be there to work for you so i've been in las vegas now for almost 20 years and this is the first time i've heard of your place yes so I've, I've heard we've heard the best kept secret in vegas <laughs> so i'm really glad that you're trying to get the word out it, it shouldn't be a secret and that's why we started this because i've been a real estate agent here for 20 years and i i tell people how great las vegas is but it has so much more to offer than the strip and last uh last week we did the trains in boulder city we did um, your wonderful place. So this lets people know we shouldn't have secrets like this. Yeah, I mean, these this are, isn't a secret you want to keep. Everybody yeah, should know about out this. Here. I just don't know how you guys set up such a perfect, you know, marriage between a great trail ride and a beautiful location. I mean, it's just. Well, Jim had the permits through the BLM. That's the Bureau of Land Management and had the trails and he would shoe horses and he would keep a you know couple of horses out there but when i met jim he had two horses and his friend had another horse and then he had a couple of other friends that had a couple of horses so anytime anybody wanted to ride he'd go borrow horses and it just grew from there (laughs) and then i went out as a customer and at the time i was working for a tour company which represented an airline coming in from the uk so my daughter and I went out to ride, and she had been on a horse since she was about four years old and had lessons and had been to a number of kids' camps for equine, you know, kids' camp. So by the time she was 15, you know, she was quite, quite an experienced rider, and I took her out there for her birthday to go trail riding, and... It was just a fluke, and she asked him for a job. They hired her. She didn't have a driver's license yet, so mom had a driver back and forth. And I tried it, loved it, took it to my boss, and he put it, helped me put it in all of the brochures across Europe. So you get actually international travelers who we come out? We get a great deal of international travelers. That's that's great. And and the good thing is your, your horses are so bombed proof that even if the, there's a language barrier there 
they pretty much know what to do. Right, because the horses don't care what language you're speaking. You know, as long as you can maneuver the reins when we tell you this is how you do it, left and right, this is whoa, and that's basically what they have to know. Yeah, and, and you told me just hold the reins, control it, you know, just like a joystick, or, you know, mm-hmm. right or left, and it was just that easy mm-hmm. to control the horses. You did get me really excited that I'm taking lessons again. My first one's on Saturday. So even though I've been around horses and riding my whole life, you, you need to know what you're doing. Not all horses are bomb-proof like yours. You got me that hunger back. So <laughs> well, I'm this glad Saturday I have my first lesson. I probably won't need too many, but it's it's nice to have that refresher. And, and even getting on the horse the right way was nice how you were showing everybody how to do it. Oh, that's great. It's good to hear, and it's nice to have the feedback. You'll have to come out when we're building trails and all. We build the trails for BLM, Forestry Department, Department of Interior. I am doing the 8 a.m. one, and I want to do the nighttime one. The 11 one, it was pretty hot out there, so thank you for giving us a bottle of water to take (laughs) with us because that definitely came in handy it was pretty hot i had a question my son brady asked me because i was telling everybody that we were going and he wanted to come too but he had to go to work but he wants to come next time for sure but can you bring your own horse as well or no no okay reason being we know how to control our horses number one number two is we don't know what disease that horse has been around in other stables. And our horses are almost never sick. We don't have any problems out there, and we've been out there for years. The only time we ever have problems is if other horses come around or if people come and bring them treats like green apples. Really? Yes. And people will try to bring them a treat, and they can't digest it, and they die. Mm-hmm. So uh, other than that, though, our horses are in great shape. They're really healthy, and they never get sick. They really are. He just he likes doing trails, so he wanted to bring his own. But I told him after <clears throat> doing the experience, there's no reason to because there's some beautiful horses there. And my wife does the same. We have six goats in my house. And anytime she goes around other goats, she, she tries not to bring that home because you can bring diseases. Yeah, you can. Um, the other thing we do is open trail rides where people do bring their own horses, but it's just that. You'll be, you know, 8 or 10 or 12, 15 people that will come and they'll each have a horse. We are members and very active in the backcountry horsemen. Okay. So everybody owns their own horse or their own mule. And we do a lot of the... Uh, the trail work, you know, to build or repair trails for hiking, biking, and horseback riding. Well, it's beautiful out there. And you said there's two different trails to do, and it's based on what time you go? We have the Rim Ride, which is at the top of the mountain. All right. We have the Red Springs Ride, which is in the valley and down inside a a Coyote Canyon, and it winds through and comes out facing Calico Basin. And then we have our Sunset Dinner Ride, uh, also goes down through the valley and, and through a different canyon that goes around the outside of the mountain. Um, that one is a two-hour trail. And then we have our hour trail at the midday. So 8 o'clock in the morning is the rim. At 11 o'clock, we have the one hour. At uh, 12 or sometimes 1 o'clock, we have the hour and a half. And then again at uh, 2 o'clock. 
So the longest one is at 8 in the morning? That's a two-hour Yes, two hour that's one? a two-hour. The longest one is our five-hour trail. Five hours? Yes. Our five-hour trail is called the WOW Ride. <laughs> we used to call wow. it the lunch ride. But every time that everybody got up to the top of the mountain and came over the crest, they would see all of the Las Vegas Valley, and their reaction was, wow. Wow. So we changed it to the wow ride. It's a five-hour ride, and we take a pack meal with all the drinks and lunch, and we stop along the way and have lunch. When Do you do that in the summer as well or when it's cooler? We mainly do it in the in the fall, in the winter, in the spring, and not in the summer um, just because of the heat. If it's not so hot, if it's in the 80s or 90s, then, yeah, we can probably do that but they'd be much more comfortable coming in the fall or the spring. So I have to come back a bunch more times. I yes, thought it you was do. one more time, but <laughs> wow, I got to come for a five-hour tour. definitely have to come for the five-hour. Well, awesome. I mean, we're going to bring Kendra in in a little bit. She's going to tell us about her experience out there. She's the one who kind of set everything up for us. Anything else you think anybody should know about your place? It wasn't that well, far away, I'll tell it, you what. It wasn't. Uh, I'm that... The distance from the strip, we time it to be under an hour any time we have to pick anyone up. We have our own buses and vans that we pick up in. So you do pick up? We okay. offer free transportation to the daily rides. How big of a group does that have to be for a pickup? One. One? Oh, boy. Yeah, we provide transportation to, to anybody that wants to go. And the, uh, the group events, um, they can hire the buses. Yeah. They can come in and, and we will provide transportation or they can hire their own buses on the outside. Then there's no excuse not there's to There's no do excuse it. not to come. Yeah. It, we're about 40, 35 to 40 minutes from the Strip and we are west of Summerlin. We're only six miles west of the 215 in Charleston Boulevard. We came from Centennial Hills. It took us about 25 minutes to get there. I think anywhere in town you could probably get there in under an hour. Once yes. you got off the 215 on Charleston, it was a quick drive, a beautiful mm -hmm. drive, and they'll pick you up from your hotel, so there is no excuse not to do it. So check out the YouTube video. You'll see how beautiful it is, and Georgie, I thank you so much for showing us this best-kept secret that's not going to be a secret much longer. Good. Thank you very much. We're hoping to get lots of uh, local families out. We would love to have the birthday parties and get to know our neighbors more. I think once they see the video and they see how, how much fun you can have and how this is for any ages, I think it's going to be a perfect fit for anybody who wants to check it out. So thank you, thank you, and we're going to bring Kendra in to talk more about why she chose this as our next adventure thank you georgie thank you hi kendra hi jack thanks for putting this wonderful adventure together how did you find out about it um me and my husband when we first moved here we'd drive around vegas just to see and everyone said red rock is the place to go for reviews and as we were driving around red rock um we saw trail rides and i used to go on trail rides out in arizona and I was like, why not? This wasn't your first time on a horse? No. How many times? Uh, I can count five, but I've probably been on more than that. 
And did you have beautiful views last time you rode like you did this time? Mm, I had Superstition Mountains. Have you ever been out to Arizona? Uh, wh- what was that? Superstition Mountains. Superstition? Mm-hmm. I think you made that up. No. It's a beautiful big mountain um, east of Phoenix. Okay. I'm going to have Regis look that up because that doesn't sound There's real. a lot of ghost stories that has to do with Superstition Mountain, so you should look it up. And they have horse trails there? Mm-hmm. How long have you been in Vegas? Four years now. Four years. So do you consider yourself a local? Yes. Uh-huh. I do. I do just because I've visited enough places to kind of know the area now. Do you feel like a local because you guys drive around? Um, I feel like a local just because I've been involved with the community around here. All right. Because uh, Regis and I have been trying to come <laughs> up with the right amount of time to be considered a local. So if you want to fast forward that, you can do what Kendra does, drive around, find new spots. Get to know the place. It's the, it's more of just visiting and getting to know the place. But Regis, yeah, I consider he's still a newbie. He hasn't been here a year. I think after a year and you travel Vegas, I think you're considered a local. How about if you watch 12 episodes of Selling Sin City, you are a local? Well... We better get on those episodes then because we're on number five. <laughs> right. So you picked the Cowboy Trail Rides. Did yeah. you have a good time? I had a fantastic time for the most part. What was your favorite part? M- mine was just interacting with all the horses. I just, I, I could have been there all day. My horse was named Elvis. I know. And you're making fun of his big head. <laughs> because he-, he was a mule. Did you know that? He was huge. He was, and you were thinking that he'd be this little thing. No, he was 16 hands. For those of you who aren't familiar with horses, that's how you could tell how big they are. Mm-hmm. And he was a big boy. He was. And I had I dropped the cheesy line when we started the trail. Elvis has left the building. Oh, my gosh. It was pretty lame. I didn't even hear that. I know, because <laughs> I, I whispered it. It was a little embarrassing, but I had to drop it, so... I let it go. Well, I think I was more concerned with my daughter riding because it was her first time. So It was her first time riding? Yeah. She never made it to um, what you call mountain? Superstition mountain. Superstition. No. Superstitious mountain? Superstition mountain. And no, she was still very young. When we moved out here, she was just entering um, sixth grade. Regis, can I get confirmation? Is that real? All right. He's looking it up for us. <laughs> Because you've known to fib a little. So. Oh, I not as much as you, Jack. So it was her first time. So that's my daughter was out there, too. Mm-hmm. And, and Orly's experienced. She is experienced. It's been a couple of years for her, but she used to ride all the time. So It's kind of like riding a bike, though. It is. It is. I mean, I was mentioning earlier that I'm starting lessons again uh, this weekend because even though I did used to ride a lot, you kind of forget. When I got on, I, it kind of came back to me a little. My my posture was pretty good. Um, expert Kelly told no. me. <laughs> me and Kelly said you could sit up a little more. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> People will see on the video. That was a pretty nice posture, but all right. I was a little rusty. Well, it, was, it wasn't like you were slouching completely. You just, you could have. How me? I'm not gonna say it. On so the podcast, writing, but writing more. five times makes you an expert now. No, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I've ridden enough where I know if your posture's not right, you're sore the next day or right after. Okay. 
we'll <laughs> we'll let the people decide when they watch the video. But anyways, I am a little rusty, so lessons are starting again this weekend. What was your horse's name? Uh, Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally. Mm-hmm. She was a full bred Mustang. She's wow. beautiful. Her coloring is just amazing. You know how dogs have that like pretty blue grayish sometimes when they get older mm-hmm. in their coloring? That's what she had. But they said it's just because that's the way the sun bleaches her her did, hair. Did you pick Mustang Sally or did she pick you? Um, The Wrangler picked her for me. But the moment I, I got on her, I felt comfortable and she knew what she was doing. She was actually pretty stubborn. So trying to get her to go anywhere in the beginning was difficult. But... She was good after that. Did she try to stop for snacks on the way? Once. But you, I, had, you had I, to tell her what time it was. Yeah, and then but I guess when I guess horses mark their territory too. I that one's new to me. All of them stopped at the same time to use the restroom. That was funny. But. I don't know. Think there was a restroom out there, but <laughs> it was everywhere. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for mentioning the the potty breaks. Um, <laughs> when Regis was on and we went to Tule Springs, he said there wasn't a duck bathroom, but I guess according to you, there's a horse bathroom. Uh, and horses go where they want, just like a duck goes. Okie dokie. But they mark their territories, I guess. That's S- what they told me. So something cute that your daughter said, since it was her first time, she was like, can w- in the middle of the ride, she was like, can we do this again? And we weren't even finished yet. So I guess she had a good time. I guess she wanted to keep going, but I guess when... Half a little or halfway through the ride, she was done because she was a little worried. Worried about what? Me. <laughs> you? What happened? You know what happened. Um, I don't recall. <laughs> um, I did get a little mini heat stroke while I was out there. Heat stroke? Yeah, it was bad. I didn't even notice. You did too. <laughs> so we went at 11 o'clock and it was pretty hot. It was actually a heat, um, excessive heat warning that day. Yes. So just like Kendra, she set us up on a trail ride during a heat warning. So thank you for that. Well, the horses were fine. I actually found out that they can withstand really high temperatures. I was more worried about the horses, not us. The horses can withstand it, but Kendra can't. Mm-mm. Oh, so, I guess I can't. So let's let's run a thorough investigation here <laughs> since you brought this up. I wasn't going to bring it up. Um, did you hydrate enough that day? I did. You did. And the day before. Okay, because the day before we were celebrating having an amazing month and we were popping some champagne. So was is that a I'll form of hydration? That isn't, but I've been drinking water all day bef- all day that day and in the evening when I got home and in the morning. All right, so you had a lot of quality H2O. Water, yes, straight water, nothing with sugar in it. All right, so let's continue the investigation. <laughs> it was about 110, 16, I think at 14? that time it was 110, yeah. And we just found out from Georgie that the elevation was pretty high. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't even think that could have been a factor. All right. So since you brought it up and I wasn't, I, I'm uh, using... Well, I thought that was the highlight of the whole thing. Well, <laughs> my investigation skills helped me find out that you might have had uh, some cocktails that morning. Is that true or no? I had really two small mimosas. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Really two small ones. You can Here even ask a team member. They were extremely small. I would say a cup, like literally the size of a measuring cup, a cup. So when Regis looks up what you call mountain. Superstition mountain. He can also look up and see if mermosas are a form of hydration. 
mimosas. What is that? That's not what it's called. It's mimosas. Mimosa. Mim- yeah, mimosa basically, but it's mimosa. Okay. Um, mimosa sounds like a mermaid cocktail. That sounds delicious. All right. So she Kendra was telling the truth about the mountains. She lied about the hydration. So you're one for one. That's pretty good. <laughs> I didn't lie. I still drank a lot of water. So mimosas, mimosas. <laughs> Whatever cocktail it is, <laughs> probably not a smart idea in a heat warning when we're going to go horseback riding. I don't think it was really the champagne. I think it was the orange juice. <laughs> You're going to blame it on the orange I'm juice? I'm going to blame it on the citric acid and the orange juice, yeah. I don't like drinking orange juice before it, I go outside in the heat because it just, the, it, for some reason, it just makes me sick to my stomach. I'm going to blame it on the alcohol, <laughs> but it's okay. You survived? I survived. It was, it happened fairly quickly. All I remember is asking everybody for water instantly. And then I got extremely dizzy and then I got really sick. And so when I said I wasn't feeling good, Kelly actually had to yell back that I wasn't feeling good because she couldn't hear me. And then she ran over. I slouched over on the horse. The horse completely stopped. And then they're like, you need to get off the horse before you fall off the horse. So I got off and then I thought I was going to get sick again. That was so amazing, though, how they handled the situation. Um, it was, they had somebody in the front of the trail, the back of the trail. But for them, once you were passed out and they just threw you on top of the horse like a <laughs> sack of potatoes and we <laughs> rode back with you. I wish that was true. But I actually, once I sat down and drank like 10 bottles of water and was in the shade for five minutes, I was feeling good and ready. And I hopped right back on like nothing happened. Yeah, it was pretty awesome how I just all of a sudden came in with Elvis and we jumped over a couple boulders and we came in to rescue you and we dumped water on you like you won the Super Bowl and then you came back to life. Is that a Western movie? Because that did not happen. (laughs) How do you know? You were passed out. I was not passed out. I almost fainted. I have video to prove this. Okay. I can't wait to see that video because that's not what happened. I rescued you on Red Rock Mountain. Okay. Not what you call mountain. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I'm glad uh, you scarred your daughter on her first ride ever. Yeah. Does she want to go back or Definitely. just without you? No, I told her I'd just I'd be a little more aware of my diet before and the weather and not be more concerned about the horses, but be more concerned about ourselves. <laughs> well, that's not... I don't want to blame you fully on this, even though I like blaming you for stuff. Um Kelly had a hard time before we were about to start, and when I gave her a chill towel, that really turned things around. You were uh, sweet enough to bring everybody chill towels, so mm-hmm. I think you rescued Brandon everybody. and Jason and everybody. So and I end up getting sick. <laughs> it's yes. like hey, I I'm the one that planned all this, and I'm the one that was concerned with the horses, and I'm the one that ended up sick. But it to me, I was very grateful of their response time when. I told them I wasn't feeling good. I think they've experienced it enough um, to help us. And they already had an ATV already headed out to come get me. And then I hopped back on the horse and they were, they were amazed. They, they were, they were great out there. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? Reg- what Regis is whispering in my ear right now saying that this is karma for setting up a ride at a, a 114 degree weather. I, I, I was actually thinking that not Regis, Regis saying that's not anything. Nice. <laughs> She didn't say stuff like that, Regis. But it was it was fun. Besides the heat, it was fun. It was it was great, and you put it together. And I really thank you because 
Kelly hasn't been on a horse in a couple of years. For me, it's been a couple of years, and I got my fire back. I'm going this weekend again. So I think Devin's going to start taking those riding lessons, too. She's always been wanting them, and I've always had an excuse not to, and now there's no excuse. I thought you scared her off of horses once you passed out on your horse. Nope. All right. I scared her. She was more worried about making sure I was okay because luckily she has her driver's license. She could drive home, but... Yeah, we were all, it was a rough day because we were calling you to check in on you every five minutes. Everybody was worried about you. And yeah, uh, and I appreciate that, even though you give me a hard time a lot. It just proves you care. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, it it was a hot one and, and I thought more people would pass out. But good thing it was only you and you bounced back quick. So they do have an eight o'clock one, which... Probably would have been better for you to I, set us up yeah, on that one. I wasn't notified of that one. Otherwise, I I totally would have jumped on that one. I think it was fully booked because when we got there, they were coming in and there was like 30 people on that one. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm interested in doing the dinner one. I Well, our daughters, their birthdays are coming up in a couple months. They want to do that for their birthday. The dinner one? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good time. I'm like excited. All the food that they're talking about, like a baked potato over a fire, Yes in a heartbeat yeah i think we're gonna do that one for sure in september october it's gonna be cooler so you can have more mimosas mermosas <laughs> mermaid uh whatever those cocktails are mimosas mimosas you can have as many as you want when it's 80 90 degrees outside uh not when i'm driving home but if my husband wants to be dd then i'm all i'm all about it all right that's good to have a dd for sure um, yeah they also have a 130 which I think that would have been extremely hot for us. They had a one thirty after us? That's yeah, that's right. People were showing up after us. An hour and a half trail ride on that one. Well, it's a good time. Thanks for, for scheduling it. Um, can you tell everybody listening what adventures we have coming up? We have actually a month's worth, a, a lot. We have goat yoga. We're going to do a zip line. We haven't decided the location on that one yet. Um, Who's planning the goat yoga? Brandon is. It's finally Brandon's turn to get behind the mic. Now, as you know, I have goats. Yes. And some of these goats I don't want jumping on me when I'm doing yoga. So can we find out if they're really babies? or They are young goats because they are really heavy. So (laughs) I need need a weight limit here, right? I'm a a professional goat person. Oh, you are? Um, No. (laughs) uh, But goat lady, my spouse is. Wow, Kelly, and, yes, she and, knows everything. Yes, yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, I'd like to know the the weight limit of these goats. Well, you'll know the weight limit when we show up and go do it. No, I'm still a little sore from uh, horseback riding, so we got to make sure these are really babies. And then what else do we have? We also have, we're going on the trail rides that you go on um, in Boulder, and then we are going to do a tour of Lake Mead and check out Hoover Dam. We are also going to do a five episode of winemaking because there is a winery down here in Henderson. We have a winery? Mm-hmm. There's also a whiskey one. I want to try the whiskey one too. You get to make homemade whiskey. I don't know if the team we have, it's a good idea to do a whiskey one. But, uh, <laughs> I know our whiskey is magically ap- disappearing out of our office. Yes. Uh, brought in a bottle of Crown and it's down to the last couple of drops. And, and that's over, been over a few months, though. <laughs> I don't know about that. But our whole team is whiskey drinkers, that's for sure. Do you use whiskey and mimosas? 
No, that's champagne and orange juice, sir. <laughs> so you had back-to-back champagnes? Champagne days? Yeah, champagne's my go-to for something easy to make me feel good. I think that was the first time I had champagne. Did I know. It? You were just amazed of how good it tasted with uh, yeah, I had that a, bowl. Yeah, I had a, is it ahi or I don't know how to say it. A kai? A kai, uh, a kai bowl? <laughs> I don't know. We have to learn how to pronounce that word. Asa- oh, yeah, acai. For four letters, that's a lot of pronunciation. All right, you guys have too many tongue twisters today. <laughs> Mimosa, what you might call it. But you're feeling good uh, after I, one drink of that champagne, sir. I re- the whole team noticed that. <laughs> it, it was it was tasty with those strawberries. I just wanted to mix everything together, make a smoothie. Well, uh, champagne is actually best paired with strawberries. Really? Mm-hmm. I wonder if I had champagne before. Maybe on my wedding? I don't remember. I don't know. All right. But, but yeah, we're definitely get The wine one will be fun. I can't wait for that one. And you've already done that one, right? I've done partial of it because once COVID hit, um, we weren't allowed to participate. But since COVID, they started new regulations where they're smaller groups, then we can actually be there for the entire process this time. So you just started it. You haven't gone through the whole thing? Yep. Well, nice. You'll get to go through it with the whole team. Um, your bottle finished third, you said? Third place. We got a bronze medal. Okay. Yeah. Let, can we go for gold this time? Because we're not about <laughs> Well, it's the grape you choose and that's the awesome thing is that we all get a vote on the grape that we want to crush i did a russian river grape this last time around and i'm excited to try it just they let you taste the grapes too i thought you had to wait three years to drink it okay but you have but they let you try the grapes that you want to crush it's really cool before we go be honest with me have you opened your bottle yet no i have not and you gave mine away. <laughs> the one I gave you. No, it's at home. <laughs> I, the truth finally comes Kelly out on the podcast. Kelly won't let me give it away. But I have to... Who who waits three years? I mean... Well, it's going to be really good tasting. There's no way uh, The you, best wines are what? Like 15, 20 years bottled? Yeah, but you have back-to-back champagne days. You're not waiting three years. I am because I've told it's... You don't get the flavor like you expect. Okay, because last time I saw Mike, he told me that you popped it open, then you filled it up with grape juice, and you're telling everybody I'm <laughs> waiting three years. No, we, me and him did come to an agreement at our five-year wedding anniversary. We will open it, in, but it had only been two years since it's been made. I can't figure out that math. That sounds complicated. But <laughs> So we've already been married for three years. And then in two years, on our five-year anniversary, we're going to open a bottle of wine. But I thought you had to wait three. You can open it up, too. It's just not going to taste the same. So then it won't go from third place. It'll be like a 12th place bottle? I guess. All right. Cool. Well, (laughs) thank you for picking this amazing adventure, Cowboy Trail Rides. You can go to cowboytrailrides.com, 702-387-2457, and check out the video on YouTube. And talk to Georgie. Talk to Georgie. Thanks, Kendra, for surviving. We need you. (laughs) Oh, it's glad to be needed. Anytime. Thanks, guys. Stay tuned for Regis' rating on what he's going to rate this episode. Thank you, everybody. Today, Kendra's going to bring the rating. (laughs) Say that again, Kendra. I said I think it would be rated PG because there's a lot of peeing and pooping from the horses and kids find that hilarious and they don't show that in G movies but not only that but there are risk of getting hurt out there 
and no kid under seven should see like my daughter was 16 and saw me get sick for five minutes and she freaked out so i think it's pg perfect we'll leave it at that if you want to see or hear more uh, from selling sin city you can go to jack sells vegas on youtube or any of our facebook platforms thank you for listening you'll hear us next week